Hello, everyone. My name is Chip Basioko, and welcome to another edition of the IA Advantage. Today is a very special day. We are here live in Savannah, Georgia, at the inaugural Big Eye Insure Tech Summit, presented by, of course, the Big Eye, ACT, Ascendia, and Diamond Sponsor Travelers. This event is also sponsored by TrustedJoyce.com, Ivan's Accord Solutions Group, and Bond Exchange. You might be asking, what is the Big Eye Insure Tech Summit? And I'm glad you asked. The summit was the brainchild of the Big Eye Insure Tech Task Force, established last year with the mission to support the development of IA-focused insurance technology and to encourage independent agents to embrace and adopt these technologies. With that in mind, the task force set about to host a series of InsureTech educational events, with this first one being held during the Big Eye Winter Meeting right here in Savannah, Georgia. We have an amazing group of IA Channel InsureTech leaders here today, and I am proud to be interviewing several. So here we go. All right. Well, we are back with the next uh, segment of our podcast morning. This is kind of an interesting one. I'm co-hosting this one with Chris Klein, the executive director of ACT. And I have two gentlemen here, good friends of ours from Travelers. We have Bill Devine and Sean Romalo. Sean is uh, not only an SVP, as is Bill uh, at Travelers, but is also on the TrustedChoice.com board. So he's one of my bosses. Welcome, boss. Good morning. Glad to be here. Good morning. Good morning. So um, so we're here, by the way, if we haven't already mentioned, on the beautiful banks of the Savannah River. If the sun is out, I might actually get a little tan. I might dangle my chair that way. What the heck? Wouldn't hurt. Um, and there might be a little bit of wind noise, but we're going to do the best we can. The paper's blowing around. Um, but I want to start with you, Bill, because um, you're kind of to blame for why we're all sitting out here. You called me last summer. Why don't you share a little bit about why you called? Uh, you know, I... Well, one, Chip, you and I have known each other for forever at this point, since, since the early days of TrustedChoice.com. And you know, we run into each other at all these events that other people host um, and, and have a lot of great conversations in the hallway and things like that. And, I, you know, across Travelers, we've been talking so much around inside our agency channel, technology and how technology is changing is becoming a bigger and bigger component of the conversation when we go to big meetings ciab things like that that the, the conversation it's it's just so amazing how technology um, has become you know one of the top three topics that every every broker wants to talk about regardless of size and you know you and i were talking about the fact that as much as we've invested in the technology as much as our, our are the, the other carriers we compete with and all of our broker partners have invested the actual traction that we're all getting as an industry just isn't quite where it could be where it needs to be and you know what we need to figure out is how do we create more forums where we can come together and have better conversations about technology and and how collectively collaboratively um how we work together to improve the technology footprint across our industry that if i can build great tech but if, if my broker partner builds something that doesn't work with it, and all we did is build a mess. Right, right, yeah. right. We, we joked before, you know, some days it feels like we're all just building the next generation of legacy mess for, um, as opposed to improving the industry. And so, you know, I challenged, you know, can, you know, how do we change the big eyes role in, in this space and, and help and bring us together and, and really help drive that conversation? Yeah. And it was it was obviously very well timed because um, internally in the in uh, within the big eye, they were talking about and you were taking on a new role at, at yeah. ACT. Uh, the big eye also formed an insure tech task force at the same time. And so suddenly all these conversations were going around. And I said, I, 
I talked to Bill and he wants us to do like a, originally we thought maybe it's a road show. Yeah. Chris liked that idea. Maybe we could do a road show. And we still might. We still might. <laughs> we absolutely still might. We're going to rent the RV and we're going to drive around the country together. We can podcast from the RV. Uh, that that cool. it, yeah, that would sounds like a blast. That does sound like a blast. But we had to start somewhere. And I think it was Lou Moran that said boldly, why don't we just do something in January, which half the people were like, are you, that's too soon. We were originally thinking maybe June and anyway, doesn't matter, but I'm glad we're here. Um, and I'm glad, Sean, you joined us. So thanks for having me. You bet. So trustedchoice.com obviously has been working on this forever. And you know, every board meeting we talk about how are we going to get independent agents to start using the tools of trustedchoice.com, but also uh, of others as well. Anything you want to add to the why we need to be here? You know, I mean, thanks for that, Chip. Um, you look at all of the industries around us, right? I mean, I use the Amazon, which is a common example of how Amazon has yeah. used technology to translate how you connect customer with, with a manufacturer or seller of a product. And the insurance product and insurance industry, I think, is right for transformation um, using technology because we have to, we have to, we have to be better at connecting our distributors with the carriers and the consumer. I mean, insurance and the transaction should not be that difficult as it has been over the years. And we've got to make it more accessible to consumers. So I think this is a perfect time to start that journey and and to really create what the future of the insurance industry should look like. Yeah, I always say, and I know you've heard me say at our own board meetings, I say uh, all of our customers buy stuff from Amazon regularly. I bought the uh, the microphone that's over there. I bought on Amazon at night and had it shipped the next day to this hotel. And I instantly got the notification, you know, your, your product will be there tomorrow or whatever. Um, we have to bring that kind of immediacy to the insurance transactions, right? We can't, you know, wait two days to call somebody back and we can't have that kind of, uh, of that loose stuff. So I, I totally agree. Well, and I, and we're at a point right now, Chip, where if we take leadership, we take ownership, we get to dictate how that technology gets deployed. If we keep kicking the can down the road, the tech's going to dictate how we all work. And that's not going to be a good place for anything. No, it's not going to be it's a good completely place. Completely inverted, right? The strategy's got to lead the tech decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we, we, you know, we clearly all agree that the IA model and what independent agents and IA companies bring, the products are better, the advice is better, the risk management's better. Um, there's other countries are trying things differently. And you and I had another conversation about, why don't you share a little bit about what you were in the UK, I think, a few months ago? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the the Lloyd's model and some of the, the things going on uh, with Lloyd's and Blueprint 2 are just fascinating. And it's it's really interesting to see the advancement and the, again, just a, a place that's manifesting. And, and we'll see. Like, it's it's all with a grain of salt because this is the first time Lloyd's has made this move. But I, I have confidence that, that the things they're investing in, things they're doing, um, are, are far more likely to come to fruition than in the past. But you talk about digitizing the transaction and you talk about getting to a, you know, they, they joke at Lloyd's, like, you know, when they first brought tablets out that you had producers photocopying iPads um, because they <laughs> they, need, they wanted to. So, so it, it, you know, if, if Lloyd's can figure out how to digitize the transaction and get adoption and drive this idea of digital records, post paper, post, you know, all the ways that we've worked historically, there's such an opportunity. And, and I think that's, that's really what's, uh, that's, that's a really exciting uh, example of, of something like this happening. Sure. And it's it's a great example of something that used to happen in the U.S. all the time. Um, you know, I was just meeting with my buddy Reed, who's the CEO of Ivan's. And, you know, as an industry, we used to come together all the time. 
to solve big problems like this and do it collectively, whether it was Ivan's, whether it was ISO, whether it was Accord. We, we loved coming together and saying, like, this isn't something we should compete on. This is a common problem that we need to figure out. And so it's it's refreshing to see an example live of an of an or, of organizations coming together that way. But I, I think that's hopefully can be a template, a prototype for what we should be doing in the US. You know, and Bill, you know, you mentioned the, the Lloyds. You know, when you think of Lloyds, you think of the insurance tradition. And it's an it's an industry that has deep rooted traditions. And the thing that we got to remind ourselves is Technology is not here to replace or remove the traditions, right? It's here to enhance the transaction, not eliminate the tradition. I think we got, got to keep that in mind. Insurance will always be insurance. It'll always have the relevance. It'll always have that culture and tradition. We just need technology on top of it to make the transaction easier. Yeah, absolutely. I, a, I was going to say, I think that's a great, a great point. We talk a lot about let technology remove the things from the humans tasks that will allow them to add the human value which you know are the traditions are the advice are the insight and not typing the same address five times to get a quote with number of markets but one of the things that's interesting and the lloyd's thing is an interesting example but um when i was in the carrier days and even now i ponder this thought so we're, we're at a point in this journey where you know carriers like yourself are making significant investments Almost every carrier is making an investment of some kind. Agencies are choosing, but the prioritization of what folks are investing in seems to differ greatly. Some of it is just truing up core legacy processes and platforms, and some people are tip of the spear, right? They're investing in top of the funnel activities. Just, Bill, you alluded to this a little bit, so maybe the answer was in that, but will we always deal with competing priorities? Is the, is the concept of an independent agency channel a blessing and a curse in all of this, right? 40,000 agencies, 2,500 carriers, all kind of figuring out well, how to differentiate. And and as, <laughs> as we know too, it's not the number of agencies, it's the number of producers. And it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a multiple of a multiple of a multiple. Yeah, it's and, yeah, exponential, right? You know, we, we've talked for years that you, know, you, you can sit with the agency principal and you will get one very clear declaration of what that agency needs until you run a report and then we run a report and it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we used to call that the carrier that we won't name problem uh that you know oh we don't write we, we don't ever write with that carrier and then you pull the report and it's like well 50 percent of your personal lines out of business is going there like but never never <laughs> and but just, on the carrier side i had those things that oh we always write these limits and these deductibles i'm like well here's the last 50 quotes that were run out of you so so i while i i think that historically that's been a challenge for us at least at travelers and and again the reason that we're trying to get this session going and sessions yeah. like this going is it's been so important for us um, we've brought hundreds and hundreds of agents and and agency members to our campus, um, to regional meetings, to sit down and, and do side-by-sides of like, how do you do your job? Oh, what are you working on? Like, how does this work? Have you thought about that? Like, and really to, to well-develop the voice of the customer, to understand all the different personas in an agency, to you know, really understand how is the work actually getting done? We, we work with the agency principals and, and folks at meetings like this to, to set the aspiration of where we should go. And then we sit with the folks who actually do and transact the work, both on our side and on, on the broker side, to figure out, okay, then how is this actually going to get done? How, because at the end of the day, this is a trade between a producer and an underwriter that we've got to get right. Yep. Yep. And, and so 
probably the fastest way to get it right is to talk to the producer and talk to the underwriter. <laughs> so what's, where would the fun be in that? I mean, you know, I mean, we're all really bright people and could probably figure some great solutions out. I don't know if it'll solve their problem, but it'd be great solutions. So let's let's spend more time talking to them and understanding exactly what they do. Yeah. I think that's a fascinating dynamic, though, right? I mean, it's um, even in this role, we talk to agents and as they're thinking about a technology deployment, it's before you even start, are all of your CSRs and account execs doing the thing, whatever it is, the same way and start there, right? Because if you apply a new tool with change management, but the, co- the denominator is different for every person in the conversation, the change has such less well, chance to succeed. Totally agree, Chris. And we, we even talked to folks about, you know, when they're trying to do that work of, do you know why you're bringing that technology in? Like, what's the outcome you're trying to get? Forget the technology. Screwing in that technology is not an outcome. What is it that you're hoping to improve? How is How are the people in your office or your end customers, how are their lives going to be better by this piece of automation, this piece of technology that we're bringing in? If we can understand that, yeah, then it unlocks all of the different solutions and how we can go about it. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what's interesting, Chris? I mean, you, both you and Bill, you state the problem very eloquently. Right? I mean, it's 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 a challenge for all of us. Um, but I think Chip, you opened the conversation by by saying, you know, why are we doing this? And I think I I don't know if this industry is ready for forty thousand producers or agencies to sit down and have a collaborative discussion. I don't know if the 2,500 calories will ever sit down and have a right. let's come together conversation. So that's why we're doing this. I think it's going to be the big eye. It's going to be trusted choice. It's going to be organizations that will be the thought leaders in how we take this initiative forward and why we should do this. Because I don't, I just don't see the 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 carriers or the or the, the, the large population of agents and producers sitting down and really trying to figure out what a common or close to common solution could possibly be yeah i think i think they want leadership you know i think they and they expect us yep. they expect companies like travelers they expect act they expect trusted choice to not not dictate by any means no, but no, no. but they would like to have us thinking about it encouraging i really am a big believer you guys know this in in sharing agency stories trying to get agents to talk on video if possible (laughs) right and talk to each other because an agent wants to hear a broker wants to hear the experience of another agent or broker i'm sure insurance company guys want to hear the experience of other insurance company guys you want to hear from you know the folks that that have the same challenges as you and that's one of the things we can do uh, to your point sean is we can share we can lead Uh, and we can I like to call them like letters to the editor, right? I can't I can't influence 30 carriers, let alone close to 3,000 um, on behalf of agents. And we certainly can't influence all the agencies to do the same thing. But I think leveraging the stories and not only just the successful stories, but those that are willing to share the skin knees or maybe even worse can allow a communication or and exactly what we're saying here, a collaborative message back to the industry. So everybody's at least hearing and getting a chance to kind of think about this in their own way, but with a common set of expectations. Well, yep. there's so many problems for us to solve for. Like we don't have to tackle the big stuff first. That's that's the that's the exciting part of this, right? What we've got to do is get back in the habit of solving things together. And that's the challenge. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I mean we a group of us over dinner last night were talking about uh, agency cybersecurity and how we're all developing different standards because we we lack the muscle memory of collaboration of cooperation 
And so we're all off building different standards. And so multi-factor authentication could get adopted a dozen different ways by the tech for the, each of the technologies that end up in a broker's office. And then that brokerage is going to have to figure out, that agency is going to have to figure out how to navigate 12 different ways of signing on every morning to the applications that are necessary. And different obligations in the contract. And, I mean, and it's just, and I will tell you <laughs> definitively, there is no competitive advantage for any of us in differentiating our multi-factor authentication. So maybe something like that, like maybe there's those easy wins that we can start with and say, how do we come together and, and do less, less harm, do less dumb things. And then we can start to tackle some of the harder stuff because there are really hard things on the horizon that we're going to have to talk about have very serious conversations about in, in the space of data, data privacy, data ownership, in the space of AI and, and whatever's coming next on that horizon. Like th those are really hard questions. God help us if those are the first questions we're going to have to tackle together. No, no I, I heard somebody in a completely different, 180 degrees different topic and conversation, but the, the narrative was such that there are principles in life that we can debate and there are those that will divide. Yes. But let's be intentional about where we're And So MFA is one where we might want to debate the best way to do it, which is collaboration. Right. And there are things that are divisive, which maybe in this case correlates to competitive decision-making, but how you log on to a system is absolutely not a competitive. I love the way it's like, or if, it, if that is your competitive advantage, I can't wait to beat you in the market. Absolutely. Like, it's, let's go. <laughs> it's only competitive until the next carrier comes out with the next tool. So yeah, those are, those are fascinating examples, Bill. Yeah, those are very much so. Uh, we probably should finish with something a little fun though. I know, right. I know we want to solve easy problems, no. but, I, but I don't want to avoid, there's some interesting things on the horizon and I can't help it. You know, in the news recently was the chat GPT thing. And not, you know, I'm not in any way thinking that that's going to, nobody should think that that's going to replace the expertise of an insurance yeah, agent actually. anytime soon. That's not why I'm mentioning it. I'm mentioning it just because it's interesting technology. The thing understands <laughs> pronouns and it can, I, I, I'll tell you one thing I did with it. I, I said, please write a jingle about car insurance and it did so in six seconds and it was a quite a good jingle and then i said uh we'll change it to a poem in the style of william shakespeare and it did that in about six seconds and it was perfect iambic pentameter so it's not gonna, yeah if we, you try it i encourage you no, he was actually shocked that you knew iambic pentameter <laughs> yeah <laughs> so well done Jim. thank you i didn't even know there was espresso it's a very different one <laughs> thank you for that but thanks for getting it what do you guys think of of that have you tried it thoughts on what it might mean for the future anything at all Sean? Yeah, i i haven't tried it and i'm not certainly as 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 deep or immersed in it as you are so i'll punt that one to you. <laughs> um i'm i'm loving it so there uh the number of tasks that i can see on the near horizon for auto, that are automation ready um so you know one of the things that I've seen is uh, some of the, the video conferencing uh, systems are starting to adopt things like ChatGPT into their core system. I know Microsoft's a big, big uh, user of ChatGPT and things like the ability to not just transcribe a meeting that we have, but then also summarize it and also abstract out the agreements and takeaways from the meeting. Like there are... Those are the little things that, well, let's be honest, nobody likes doing. You know? Those are the little things that I'm excited that that's, that can pick up. The, the one I've been playing with is uh, Beautiful AI, um, which is, you know, it's, it's beyond PowerPoint, but they have a PowerPoint extension too, where you can actually do what you did, Chet, 
but actually have it put into a presentation format so you can wow. pop on stage and in six seconds you can get a presentation fully ready to go i wish i had known that before today <laughs> we have something come out of an hour that would have been helpful it's scary how good that stuff is but it, but again it, it's soulless it, it lacks the connection it lacks so many of the components that are so critical to how we work and how we transact business um, i'm not i'm not worried about it i think it's a lot of fun though it is a lot of fun so sean will it be okay if i do my board presentations uh just you know, it looks like Jeff, it comes from chat GPT. Okay. Be an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> so last night at dinner, Robbie Knight was showing us a software that made an avatar of him. So he's using chat GTP to write something and then uploading it into the, the avatar thing. And I was like, I'm not really to maybe the rest of the world's willing to like get me out of the way and make me digital. But I don't know. That's a weird thing. But I've played with it as well, too. And it's definitely some limitations. But I, I put in. Um, write an article in the top 10 cyber risks facing independent agencies. And it was. It, it was con it was publish ready but that that doesn't require a human concept you know or a, a human element right it's well, fishing it's, and spear fishing and it's not creating new connections correct that if you actually sat down and really thought about it it, it does a nice job of summarizing the top 10 that other people have gone for right i asked the top 10 classic rock bands of all time and it looked at it and i'd never agree with this well, what, but it, it did make a disclaimer there right that best is, is subjective so it was, it was it was decent but no it's it's fun and we live in exciting times i i always say at the end of my regular podcast that we live in the golden age of insurance innovation and i still feel like we are so um you know the interesting thing i'm just gonna say about that it, so right now it's fun because it's new so it is the quintessential shiny object example so you know in a year how it will how will it persist and will it be baked into sort of day in the life of operations, whether you know, whatever, whoever's listening will be interesting to see or how that evolves to be used. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's brave, bold times. Well, we got to wrap up for now. We're going inside, we're doing a bunch of panel conversations. I want to thank you guys for coming all this way to join us at the event that you inspired, Bill. So maybe we so if it doesn't go well, it's all your fault. You know that, right? No, I'm, I'm kidding. No, but thanks for bringing yeah, us together. Yeah, good. Absolutely. All right. We want to, uh, Chris and I want to thank our guests, Bill Devine and Sean Romalo from Travelers. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks. Thank appreciate it. I want to thank the Big Eye, ACT, and Ascendia for bringing us this event today. And of course, none of this would be possible without the support of Diamond Sponsor Travelers, along with TrustedChoice.com, Ivan's, Accord Solutions Group, and Bond Exchange. And one more reminder, please check out your agency profile or your IA company profile on TrustedChoice.com, making sure they are accurate and up-to-date. Your digital footprint matters now more than ever. This has been the IA Advantage, and I am Chip Basioko signing off. Please have a safe and prosperous week, everyone. Mm -hmm.